Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of HF Sinclair Corporation, ticker symbol D-I-N-O, Dino. We're looking at HF Sinclair today because they're one of the top performing businesses in the stock market over the last year. So we're gonna find out what are we missing? What could the market have possibly discovered about this business this year that led to this kind of stock performance? So right now, HF Sinclair is trading for $52.49 per share. Over the last year, they're up 74%. Going back five years, they're compounding at a rate of 6.5% annually. Over 10 years, they're compounding at a rate of 2.5% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the past nearly 18 years, HF Sinclair is compounding at a rate of about 13% annually. Keep in mind that this is also not including their dividend payouts, and currently they have about a 2.1% dividend yield. So that is better than what an S&P 500 ETF would be yielding currently. So HF Sinclair is trading $14 below their 52-week high. They're up a little under double their 52-week low. About 2% of their shares outstanding are currently sold short, and they have about an $11 billion market cap. So for additional background about the business, HF Sinclair is an integrated petroleum refiner that owns and operates seven refineries serving the Rockies, Mid-Continent, Southwest, and Pacific Northwest, with a total crude oil throughput capacity of 678,000 barrels per day. It is investing to produce 38 million gallons of renewable diesel annually, and it also holds a marketing business with over 300 distributors and 1,300 wholesale branded sites across more than 30 states. HF Sinclair also has a 47% ownership stake in Holly Energy Partners, which owns and operates petroleum product pipelines and terminals principally in the Southwest United States. HF Sinclair Corporation was incorporated in 2021 and is headquartered in Dallas, Texas. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of HF Sinclair based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public, so it will continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. In just a minute, we'll talk about their financials, but we have to address something first. What are the qualitative aspects of HF Sinclair's business? Starting with some of the key points around a potential bull thesis for HF Sinclair, number one, investments in renewable diesels should deliver free cash flow and high returns while offering diversification from petroleum, reducing carbon intensity, and generating valuable RINs. Number two, the Sinclair acquisition adds refining assets complementary to HF's legacy footprint while adding a marketing business that its portfolio lacked, improving competitiveness. And number three, HF Sinclair stands to benefit from continued discount of light and heavy mid-continental crude. Also, its Navajo refinery is well positioned to capitalize on the growing Permian production. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis for the business, number one is that growing EV adoption threatens the long-term viability of HF's refining business given the high portion of gasoline production. Number two is that HF Sinclair's acquired lubricants business has failed to live up to expectations, resulting in impairments, and it might not fulfill future expectations either. And then number three, with a large mid-continent footprint, HF Sinclair is one of the refiners most negatively affected of the narrowing of the WTI to Brent and other inland crude differentials. Hopefully this offers a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative aspects of their business. Now let's get into their financials. So starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. So there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by looking for a benchmark of 14% or higher here, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves 
based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So HF Sinclair has earned pretty decent returns on capital, although they have fluctuated during this time period. Similarly, in accordance with the fluctuation of oil prices, it's not surprising that like many of their oil peers, they had negative returns on capital in 2020, and those have rebounded pretty sharply since. In 2021, they only earned about 7% return on capital, which is about average. However, over their last 12 months, they're earning about 24.5% return on capital. Even still averaged out over these last five fiscal years, HF Sinclair is only earning about a 9% average return on capital. So while that is slightly above average, that's coming in below that 14% benchmark we were looking for. And unfortunately, this means this is an X to start things off on metric number one. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. And this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of them is down, this entire metric will be an X. Additionally, we'll be taking into consideration their last 12 months worth of numbers and using those in our calculations here. Even though it doesn't look like it, looking at their most recent fiscal years, HF Sinclair has more than doubled their revenues over this time. During their last 12 months, they're bringing in about $35 billion worth of revenue. So those revenues are up by quite a bit. Additionally, they brought in more than $2.4 billion worth of net income over their last 12 months. So this is up very strongly as well. And then over this time, even though they had negative cash flows in 2021, over their last 12 months, their free cash flows are up more than two and a half times from where they were at in 2017. All three of these are up pretty massively. This is very strong growth for HF Sinclair here. And this is our first check on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at HF Sinclair on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. So we learned in the previous metric that their earnings are up more than three times. However, earnings are just the numerator in this earnings per share equation. We still wanna take a look at what they've done in terms of shares outstanding. So HF Sinclair unfortunately has diluted existing shareholders by about 9% over the last five years. Most of this shareholder dilution came last year. Even with that 9% shareholder dilution though, HF Sinclair's earnings per share are still up by quite a lot. They brought in more than $11 worth of earnings per share over their last 12 months alone. And so this is another check here on metric number three. Then next up, metric number four is gonna be very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Again, while it doesn't look like it, just looking at their fiscal years, over their last 12 months, their free cash flows are up by quite a bit and they're quite positive. Their free cash flows per share have increased by more than two and a half times over this period. And over their last 12 months, they're earning about $9.55 worth of free cash flow per share. So this is strongly up as well, meaning that metric number four is another check. And through our first four metrics, we have three checks and only one X. Then for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. We don't wanna be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are gonna be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that HF Sinclair has produced over the last five years. So last year through the combined merger of HF and Sinclair, they took on some debt. This is also why they issued shares over this period. They ended 2021 with about $3.4 billion worth of net debt. Since then, they've been aggressively paying this down and currently they have about $2.3 billion worth of net debt. And over the last five years, HF Sinclair has produced about $2.9 billion worth of free cash flow. So even with this negative free cash flow in 2021, they were still able to support their current debt loads. Additionally, over their last 12 months, they produced more than $1.8 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that their current debt loads are pretty modest in comparison to their current free cash flows. 
and that it would likely be very easy for the business to support their current debt loads. This is a strong sign for HF Sinclair that they are likely not overly levered and that they are strongly cash flow generative relative to their debt position. So this is another check on metric number five. Then finally, the big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the rate of the 10-year treasury yield and potentially give us another reason to be interested in HF Sinclair. So we're using their total enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, and it gives us a picture of the economic reality of the business that's more similar to as if HF Sinclair were a private company. So we learned that over the last five years, HF Sinclair has produced about $2.9 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, they're producing about $580 million worth of free cash flow. And currently they have a total enterprise value of about $14.4 billion. So when we divide their $580 million worth of their average free cash flows by their $14.4 billion total enterprise value, that gives us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of approximately 4%. So while that is in line with the yield of the 10-year treasury, that's coming in slightly below that 5% mark we're looking for, meaning that this is going to be an X on metric number six, as on an average basis, their cash flows are not giving us that risk premium we're ideally looking for. As mentioned in the previous metric though, over their last 12 months, they produced more than $1.8 billion worth of free cash flow. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $1.8 billion worth of their last 12 months of free cash flow by their $14.4 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 12.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So on a current basis, that would be well above that 5% mark we're ideally looking for. Meaning that similar to some of their oil peers, HF Sinclair is potentially an interesting business to take a look at. Just because they have a high current free cash flow yield doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily run out and go buy the business. This was an X here on metric number six after all. This is not financial advice and this is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Instead, this is just one data point out of our six metrics so far. And even though these metrics are simple, they are very powerful when combined together holistically. Then as a bonus here, we're taking a look at their dividend profile. So currently HF Sinclair pays out about a 2.1% dividend yield. And while that is slightly better than the yield that an S&P 500 ETF is paying out right now, People make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividend yield, so it's important to stop and look at the fundamentals that underlie a business and to determine whether or not those dividends are well supported by the business's earnings or cash flows depending on the type of business. For HF Sinclair, we want their dividends to be supported by their cash flows. That was the case in three of these last five fiscal years. They very healthily and very easily supported their dividend payouts in 2017, 2018, and 2019. Things got rockier for the business in 2020 and 2021. However, over their last 12 months, HF Sinclair has been able to pay out a very small portion of their cash flows as dividends, paying out about 80 cents per share while bringing in about $9.55 in free cash flow per share. So they only have a dividend payout ratio of about 8%, which is very low and very manageable. We're ideally looking for that dividend payout ratio to be below about 60% on average. So it does look like HF Sinclair, if they're able to maintain their current cash flows, which are pretty high relative to where they have been historically, that they'd be able to maintain this dividend going forward. Again, that's not necessarily a guarantee, and you'd want to dive in and learn more about the business to understand their cash flows into the future in more depth. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that, in my opinion, is the main reason we're looking at HF Sinclair, which takes us on to here we're using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for HF Sinclair. So starting with an average of their free cash flows over their last five years, which is not where their current free cash flows are at right now. This is well below those. However, using historical growth assumptions for the business based off how they've been able to grow their free cash flows over the last 20 years, 
these are assumptions about the business that you're going to have to do your own homework to determine whether or not these are potentially accurate and applicable going forward to potentially give us a baseline projected estimate of HF Sinclair over the next 20 years or so. So assuming a growth stage for their average free cash flows where they grow those at a rate of just under 3% annually, then assuming a terminal stage for the business where that growth stays flat and their cash flows are flat for the 10 years out after that. If we add in their tangible book value today and you are seeking a potential 10% rate of return for the business going forward, then it looks like a potential fair value for the business would be around $59.5 per share. So if you're satisfied with that potential 10% rate of return, it does look like there would be some potential margin of safety in the business. Using these same historical growth assumptions, it looks like from today's prices, you could reasonably expect about a 13% rate of return going forward from HF Sinclair. Please keep in mind that a discounted cash flow model, just like any other model in any other discipline, is going to have its outputs be sensitive to its inputs. This discount rate would be including their dividend payouts, so we would not be doubly counting dividends, meaning that their shares would be appreciating by about 11% annually if these would be potentially accurate for the business. There are a number of reasons why this would not be potentially the case, so it's up to you to dig in and learn more about HF Sinclair. And then most importantly, this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. Instead, this analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about HF Sinclair. We'll talk about a potential resource that you can use to do that in just a little bit. So in summary, HF Sinclair Corp checks the box on four out of six of our metrics. They're earning average returns on capital that are just slightly better than that of a typical business, but they're below that 14% benchmark we'd ideally be looking for, even though their returns on capital have been pretty high, coming in at about 24.5% over their last 12 months. Then the business has experienced very strong revenue, earnings, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. Their earnings per share and their free cash flows per share are both up more than two and a half times, even though they've diluted existing shareholders by about 9%, and they tacked on some debt through their HF Sinclair merger, although they've been aggressively repaying this down. And on both a current and a historical basis, it looks like their debt loads are well supported by their abilities to produce free cash flows. Then their average free cash flow to their enterprise value yield came in just about the rate of the 10-year treasury yield currently. So that did not offer us that potential risk premium we were looking for. Then on a current free cash flow to enterprise value basis, it does look like HF Sinclair is potentially providing us that risk premium. So it's likely worth your time to dig in and learn more about the business. There their dividend profile was all over the place. It was very healthily supported up until 2019. Then in 2020 and 2021, they were not able to support their dividends with their free cash flows. However, that has significantly changed over their last 12 months where they have a very, very slight dividend payout ratio, and they still have an above average dividend yield. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of HF Sinclair, using their average free cash flows and projecting those out based off their historical abilities to grow those free cash flows. If you've done the work to validate those assumptions, it looks like from today's prices, you could reasonably expect about a 13% rate of return going forward for HF Sinclair. Keep in mind that there are a number of reasons why this would potentially not be the case, one of which is that HF Sinclair is a commodity producer. Commodity producers tend to be cyclical businesses, and the oil and natural gas business is cyclical in nature. It's prone to these boom and bust cycles 
with high and low amounts of CapEx, then it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your rating experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only 27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but they are currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. As a value investor, you're ultimately trying to learn about a business as if you're going to own 100% of it, and you can truly understand the essence of the business and understand what's important and what's not important for the company going forward. So through this deeper research, you'll ultimately learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of HF Sinclair, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonable and appropriate intrinsic value for the company will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of HF Sinclair Corporation, ticker symbol DINO, D-I-N-O. As mentioned, HF Sinclair is one of the top performing stocks over the last year or so, and they have an above average dividend yield. Plus they fit into the basket of oil and energy producers, which is similar to some of the other businesses we've been looking at recently. So I'm happy to make an analysis of the company. So if you either learned something or you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about HF Sinclair with me and have a great day.